Today's podcast is sponsored by Fire Facilities Incorporated, expert engineers, designers, and manufacturers of steel training towers, burn rooms, and mobile units that are all made in the USA. Welcome back to Three Point Firefighter. Today, let's do a little something different. I want to ask you a question, and I want you to answer yourself honestly. Do you give a fuck about being a firefighter? Do you care about the fire service? I know I do, but there were times when I was a big bag of shit and I just did the minimum. You know, maybe I came into work just for the paycheck. I worked overtime just for the paycheck. Uh, you know, I watched a lot of TV. Maybe I didn't exercise. But do you find your motivation kind of waning for one reason or another? It happens to all of us. Give me about 15 to 20 minutes and let's talk about it. Okay. Are you struggling to stay motivated? I did for a long time. Um, I think my struggle came from entitlement. There was probably a couple reasons that my motivation was waning. It was probably entitlement and culture. So the more time I got in the fire service, the more I got comfortable. And for me, this comfort became kind of lazy, to be honest with you. Uh, I was getting time in on the job and I started to make more and more fires, more EMS runs, and I started to become more comfortable with my skill set. Now, since all those emergencies worked out and went well, I assumed I had done my job well perfectly. I didn't, obviously, but I lacked the humility to ask myself, what could I have done better? You know, I think we all get in that place. And as time went on, I started to develop an ego about the job. I mean, I really did. I, I thought I was something else. But the truth of it is I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, I would think things like, you know, hey, I deserve to be promoted or I shouldn't have to be transferred, you know. And the thing was, I was the lowest rank on the fire department for that last one. I was transferred from a, a station that made a lot of fire to uh, headquarters. And I was miserable. I actually was upset with my boss for transferring me. You know, now how egotistical is that? I'm the lowest rank in the fire department. And my boss, whose job it is, is to oversee the entire safety of the city he moved me for whatever reason. It's not mine to question. It's just mine to do. So I moved from a house that I really liked to headquarters. Now, I felt like I was being punished because I thought I was so good. I was the man. And I wasn't. I really wasn't. Um, I was just being arrogant. You know, I was entitled. Um, you know, and I was very lazy and grumpy with my other house. And the truth of it is, I was stationed with some really good firefighters. But in my mind, I felt like they were holding me back. So, you know, I was just a smart ass, sarcastic. I didn't really include myself in things that I should have included myself in. Um, I know it's not you know, like you should be all super excited about doing the windows or mowing the grass. But I did my best to try to get out of that shit. I was being pretty lazy about that stuff. You know, and then one day I just woke up and I was like, you know, you I was. Well, also, before that moment, I was blaming everybody I was working with for all my problems. Oh, the truck company did this, the truck company did that. And the truth of it is, they didn't. Uh, I think I was being so stuck on myself that I've, I just I had to project. I was projecting all my inadequacies onto them. I don't know why I woke up one day. I really don't. I did, though. I just literally woke up one day, and the first thought in my head was, nobody is in your way. You're the only thing in your way and you're not that good. You know, you need to really hone your craft. And I really started thinking about all the little things that I was avoiding 
because I didn't know them that well. Airbags, okay? I was on an engine. Uh, we didn't use airbags. We didn't have airbags. But I was housed with a truck company. And I now believe if you're housed with a company, you need to know what's on their truck too. So just an example, airbags. Never used them that much. Couldn't really give a class on it. You know, cleaning a vent, sand, a vent saw, stuff like that. I really, I, I've been avoiding. I kind of opened my eyes. And I'm like, man, you've been avoiding all this stuff. Instead of just asking for help and sharpening your skills, you've just been using your your attitude and your sarcasm to avoid them. You know, and the people who did that kind of shit knew their knew their stuff was was a nerd, and that that's just not true. It's not true. If I had to be honest, I was. If I was anywhere on the spectrum of good firefighter at that point, I was on the low end. I was on the very low end. And what happened with me is I started to ask questions, even if it made me look stupid. Now, I do remember thinking at the time I had, I don't know, I probably had 15 years in the fire service. Uh, from other, you know, when I was in the military, then I went to Lexington, Kentucky, and then uh, New Albany. I remember thinking, you can't look below you for motivation, inspiration, or teaching. You have to look at your level or higher. Now, I know that's stupid. I say and do a lot of stupid shit. Hell, I've been married twice. I mean, I, I can prove that. I can quantify how stupid I am. But one day, I realized that every single person on that job that had more time than me, less time than me, had something to teach me. It's just how do I get that? How do I muster up the strength to ask some people that I've already probably pissed off to help me become a better firefighter? And I also realized me being a better firefighter impacted their ability to be a good firefighter. I'm part of a team. So if I'm a slack ass piece of shit, I'm bringing the team down, right? If I'm doing a little bit more work and somebody else is a slack ass, hopefully I'm bringing them up a little bit. So I started to look around. Um, and there were some people there that were always doing stuff and I started to follow them around. I started to ask questions and it, it, I think it made me a better firefighter. I think it probably made the company a little bit better. And then I got the bug when I started learning and I realized everybody could teach me something. I always say even bad firefighters can teach you something. Even Maybe it's not how to do something. It's how to not do something. But if you view everybody you work with as having the ability to teach you something that you do not know, the world kind of changes a little bit as far as the fire service goes. So I started to nitpick everybody like, hey, do this. Tell me this. Tell me that. Show me this. I think I was becoming a burden at that point. I couldn't tell you for sure. But uh, I do know I was probably asking an awful lot. Now, the people that I work with, they're pretty cool about stuff like that. Uh, one, uh, he's a major now. He was a captain, uh, was always willing to help. One of my favorite stories about that was, so now the bug, I've been bitten by the bug again. I'm falling in love with the fire service again. I'm falling in love with my fire department again at this point. So now all I want to do is train. All I want to do is, is learn all the stuff that I was afraid to look stupid on, right? So it was a Christmas day. We were working at the fire service, at the fire service, at the firehouse. And uh, everybody's kind of in the couches. You know, we've been eating all day. Everybody's just doing their thing. That's perfectly fine. It's, it's Christmas, right? So I went up to the captain of the truck company and I said, hey, me and uh, so-and-so kind of want to practice um, propelling and, 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 and messing with ropes out in the host tower. 
he was he got up from the chair before he even finished saying yes. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this captain came out with on Christmas and me and this other person and the captain were in the tower for hours training. And it was great. I mean, it was really wonderful. Uh, we were practicing all kinds of stuff. Uh, and, and so we're all doing that. We're having a good time. I'm feeling finally like, you know, I'm giving back to the fire service. I think that's what it is. I feel like there's an obligation or we should feel an obligation to give back to the fire service at, at the fire department, your, your company, whatever it is. And I felt like that day I was, I was like, okay, this is it. I'm, I'm trying to be a better firefighter. It's a holiday, but you know, this is great. And I knew who would do those things with me. Now I'm sure there's other firefighters that were there that day that would have done it. We just didn't really bug them too much, but it was just such a great day. I was riding high on that one until the next day. So the next day, me, the other person, and this captain started hearing rumblings about how we screwed up and we're making everybody else look bad because we're not supposed to train on holidays. So my motivation started to take a slump right then and there, probably because I saw it as uh, an opportunity for me to go back to being a bag of shit. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. Being a lazy bag of shit is so much easier than being somebody that's trying to become a better firefighter. I'll give you that. And I think in the back of my mind, I was just trying to find that reason. Like, hey, go back to being a bag of shit. It's so much easier. You fit in better with certain people. And, you know, that's for a second. I had that feeling and it lasted for a day or two because I kept hearing that over and over. And I thought, man, you know, that's just terrible, man. You should take every opportunity to. To, to make yourself better. Now, I'm not saying everybody needs to train on Christmas. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you want to, you should not only be encouraged, uh, but maybe even appreciate it. So from that point, um, I started to see a little bit more both sides, I think. I think before I'd seen one side of the coin where I was kind of a bag of shit. And then I started to see the other side of the coin, like, oh, wow. You know, I'm, I really feel like I could do more on the scene now because I know this, this, and this. And I was kind of like hoping for stuff to happen. Like, man, I sure hope they need airbags or, you know, holy, holy cow. I sure hope, you know, we, we need to repel off something. I couldn't wait to show off my new skills for a lot of reasons, not to say, Hey, look at me, but to reinforce it and also hopefully encourage other people to do the same thing. So time started going on. Now, keep in mind, I was the lowest rank. I was a firefighter uh, there. And then um, I started, we had a training officer who, who I like very much, but he was being tasked with other things uh, that took him away from training, which left the training mostly up on the companies. So I saw that as an opportunity to to move into the, the training, do, doing more than just company training kind of thing. Uh, I was really nervous about standing up in front of people and talking. I mean, I really hated that. Um, and I really didn't like talking to people in the companies or in the group that I knew were way better firefighters than me. I always was afraid they're just going to say, yeah, you're an idiot. You know what you're talking about? But that's just the mindset. It didn't stop me from doing it because you got to get outside of your comfort box. That is, I really think the people that you see as great firefighters, and I'm talking to you, whoever you think is a great firefighter, chances are they do so much stuff outside of the box. They don't live within the IFSTA manuals. They don't live within the policies. They're a great firefighter because they care about the community and they and care about citizens. So I started to do a little bit more training and I knew that if it, I, that's when I realized 
if I'm uncomfortable, it's probably the right thing to do. So except getting married again, I guess. But um, so I started to really put myself out there. I actually I've never at that point given a 40 hour credentialed class before, but my sergeant wanted a, a state certification course for um, driver operator. And I did that at night. We would do that. I would stand up in front of the classroom and he would sit there. And then I had my major sit in. I had a captain sit in. I had a couple of uh, firefighters and sergeants sit in. And you talk about nervous, man. I was like just scared to death. And I, I didn't have any style whatsoever. I'm not saying I do now, but I definitely didn't have anything like a style. Uh, I think I was reading really a lot off the slides and, and um, just, just being bad. But, um, I felt like I was contributing. And so we did that class. And then I started organizing a little bit of training here and there. I started getting more and more, um, more and more, I don't know, uh, comfortable in a good way. And I noticed that my motivation was shifting from helping myself to helping others, kind of doing both. And I really started to fall in love with training. Fast forward a little while, I get asked to be the training officer. And I can only assume I was asked this because they saw me maybe uh, start doing more and more training for the companies and, and for, you know, individuals uh, taking more training outside the fire department. So I became the training officer and now my motivation really has shifted. So my motivation for the fire service at this point is great. Um, my fire department I, to this day, I don't know if I fit into this fire department. I mean, I do, but there's times I feel like I don't. And I think my motivation kind of rides that line to this very day. But now my motivation when I became training officer is to help other people. And if you think about it, it's a perfect stair step, right? Like you're a firefighter, you love to help people. And if you're an instructor, you're kind of wanting to help people too. It's just, you're kind of helping a different group of people to help another group of people. And now that, and ever since then, it just, I feel like, the best part of my career, I've been in 28 years now, the best part of my career has been the last 10 years when I've been a training officer. Um, from that, I started seeking out opportunities. Uh, I became an instructor for the ISFSI. Uh, I've done webinars. I uh, get ready to do my first fire conference coming up here pretty soon. Uh, and I can trace all of that back from when I was not motivated and I was just a piece of shit. Um, to that, that day I woke up and I said, you know what? You're in your way. You're holding yourself back. You're your very own anchor. So let me ask you this. That's a very quick down and dirty of me. Are, are you having trouble with your motivation? You know, or, or because if you are, there's things you can do, right? So you got to fall in love with the job again, right? You just got to. You got to find something about the job that you really, really like. So for me, I started to focus on the trainings that I was doing, right? And I started to fall in love with the fire department there again. But you know what? You could fall in love with it in the smallest ways. Like to this day, whenever I cross over from my office to the other side of the, the firehouse, I've got to go through the bay and pass Quint too. And it's just something about the smell of a firehouse, the, the way a fire truck looks, and it's all clean. It's just sitting there with all the gear on it, ready to go to work. There's just something about that that every now and then, and I did it just a couple of days ago, I just have to stop and look around and think, I've got the best fucking job in the world. There's nothing better than being a firefighter. So you got to find your motivation. You know, is it 
Is it the firehouse? Is it the uniform? Is it how it feels when you help somebody? Is it hanging out at the firehouse with a group of guys completely fucking with somebody else? You know, is it cooking? Is it eating? You know, is it having coffee in the morning on the on the front of the truck when the sun's coming up and everybody's going to work and you've already been at work for an hour and a half? What is your motivation? Fall in love with the fire service again. It's there. You can do it. Now, I I also look outward for motivation. So one of the things I do is I really like reading articles, books, stuff like that, uh, going to training. Um, I like doing that kind of stuff. So what you need to do is maybe look outwards for that. Maybe look at a YouTube video, read an article, read a book. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put in the description for the podcast and on social media some links to some books and articles that I like, just like three or four that help me stay motivated. Um, I appreciate your time. Thanks for listening to me. Listen, do me a favor. I, I need some love from my community. I would love it if my brothers and sisters would do me a favor. Like the video if you like it. Hit like button, right? Share it if you liked it. Maybe there's somebody out there that you know that needs to hear this, this message about motivation. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Subscribe to my podcast. Help me out because I, I really am trying to build up my numbers because I want to reach as many people as I can. Uh, I want to make a difference in, in the fire service. That is my goal by doing this. Let's all get better together by working together. Um, with that being said, I appreciate your time. I hope the rest of your day goes well. If you haven't been to the gym today, get to the damn gym. Come on. Holla.